This is an SBS audio podcast. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hi there, g'day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today we will explore how to access carer support services. About one in nine people in Australia are carers, people who look after an aging or frail relative or friend, or for someone living with a mental health condition or disability. But often, many carers do not recognize themselves as such or know there is a range of free support services available to them. When you're that family member that's close enough to be the carer, sometimes you'll go from being a daughter to a carer, being a wife to a carer. Sometimes you'll go from being a mother whose child was independent and grown up to suddenly becoming a carer again. And to say that that's a shock to the system is quite possibly an understatement. Let's get started. There are close to 2.7 million carers in Australia. Carers come in all ages, genders and walks of life. But the one thing that all of them have in common is their commitment to someone in their life that requires support. So a carer is not usually a role that someone applies for, but instead will often inherit quite suddenly during unpredictable and stressful circumstances. That is Patty Kikos, an experienced counselor and social worker, a carer herself. Ms. Kikos is also the host of the Carer Conversations podcast produced by the Benevolent Society and Carer Gateway, an Australian government-funded support network for carers. While some people become carers suddenly, after a loved one suffers an accident or illness, others are born into the role. In other cases, becoming a carer is gradual. Carers are people who provide unpaid care and support to someone who needs help with their day-to-day living, who have a disability, mental health condition, a chronic condition, a terminal illness, an alcohol or drug issue, or who are frail because of their age. The carer is not a care worker or a support worker who is getting paid to go to people's homes and offer support. We have young carers who learn about the caring role from the time they learn to walk and talk, and we have carers from an array of different nationalities. A carer's responsibilities can range from providing physical and personal care to emotional and social support. Regular duties may include dressing, showering, toileting, feeding, cleaning, and managing medications. Carers may also organize and attend appointments, assist with banking and emergencies. Australia's medical and social support systems would not cope without the contribution of unpaid carers. So the government recognizes the importance of supporting carers in practicing necessary self-care. The caring journey is commonly a long-term, all-encompassing commitment. 
and the more responsibilities a carer takes on, the more taxing the burden becomes. The caring role can get quite messy, and it's not always a very specific goal task. Goal task. It's usually synonymous with, "Oh my God, this just happened. Oh my goodness, someone's just wet the bed. Oh my God, someone's unwell. Do I take them to the doctor or to the hospital?" So it means that you need to make constant creative adjustments with your schedule. And that incessant juggling of unforeseeable circumstances can upend a carer's life, as well as shift a family structure and dynamics. When you're that family member that's close enough to be the carer, your whole entire personal archetype changes. So sometimes you'll go from being a daughter to a carer, from being a wife to a carer. Sometimes you'll go from being a mother whose child was independent and grown up to suddenly becoming a carer again. And to say that that's a shock to the system is quite possibly an understatement. Many carers fail to recognize themselves as such. So they may ignore the pitfalls of caring. They may not know there are support services to help them cope with the emotional stresses, financial hardship, social isolation, and practical burdens that come with the role. Some may be eligible to receive a carer's fortnightly allowance and other supports through Services Australia, Centrelink, My Aged Care, and the NDIS. Allowance amounts can be comparable to the age pension, but this depends on personal circumstances, as these supports are determined based on the income and assets of the person receiving the care and the carer. However, there are also other free services available for carers that are not income tested. You can access many of them through the carer gateway. When you call the national number, it will automatically connect you to your local service provider, and you can access services such as emergency respite, carer-directed support, peer support, counselling, facilitated coaching, and we also have a young carers program. We also have regular online workshops that can assist in your caring role, such as understanding the journey of grief, decluttering sessions, nutrition, health, yoga, meditation, and even art therapy classes. Carer packages can include several free one-on-one coaching sessions. Meetings can be over the phone, video call, or in person. Iraq-born Haya Al Hilali has been a care coach with Care Gateway for more than two years. Like many of her colleagues, she is motivated to support carers from her personal lived experience. In her case, she received care after a serious injury. When carers talk to me about the caring role, I remember what my mom went through. Care gateway services are all about the carer. There's many services out there for the people that they care for, such as my age care and GIS. But care gateway focuses on the care and care only, which is sometimes very difficult for carers to understand because the focus has always been on the person they care for. So it's something new when someone comes and tells them, "What's important to you? What do you want?" Carer gateway packages can also include practical supports like emergency respite, assistance with transportation, or cleaning. The idea is to provide carers with support to prevent exhaustion or a space to relieve burnout, which are some of the most prevalent challenges carers face. Carer coaches like Haya work to empower carers from all backgrounds. She says many migrant carers don't recognize their strengths and disregard the importance of self-care, goal setting, and counseling. 
it's very challenging to explain what empowerment and coaching is. During our first or second session, that's our conversation. It's about providing education about how we empower them to become the best version of themselves to be able to care for that person. And the second challenge is the stigma and shame that often comes with the caring for a family member with disability. A lot of carers are disconnected from their community due to looking after someone with disability. And those caring for aging relatives may also access a wealth of information through the Australian Carers Guide, a quarterly magazine for primary unpaid carers. Paul Corey says he founded the publication after feeling lost during his own journey caring for his elderly parents. You enter a whole world without any roadmap. We've produced this because carers until now felt unseen, unappreciated and neglected and not knowing where to get hands-on physical support such as respite, home care, where to access volunteers. We list all those services and support and make it easy for them to reach out and get help. Patty Kikos agrees, saying reaching out is vital for the well-being of carers. When carers don't have a community that can assist them through the lived experience of knowing what carers actually grapple with, that can be really hard. Make sure you surround yourself with the community that is going to be like-minded. Otherwise, someone won't have the knowledge and the lived experience that can actually be useful to you. Another issue that carers tend to face is that it's very difficult to ask for help. I think that prioritizing rest and scheduling it is really important because if you don't schedule it, it will never get done. And rest also includes making time for recreation. The caring role can be very heavy-hearted. So in order to counterbalance that, it's important to do things that keep you light-hearted as well. And if that means watching a funny TV show or half an hour a day drawing or walking with a friend or being by yourself, it's very important to do that for your mental health. Be really good about adjusting your boundaries. You won't always have the capacity to show up in other areas of your personal and professional life the way you used to. So it's important to let people know that you might be less available. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. sbs.com.au slash audio